When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering Chapter 1 and 2 of Lord of Chaos, Lying on the Hill, and A New Arrival. Enjoy! Welcome to the Will Reads. Um, yeah, so we're on episode two of season six, chapters one and two of the Lord of Chaos. So excited to dive into these chapters. Um, no new patrons this week, a little housekeeping up front. Um, so that's okay. We did take last week off in case you guys didn't know. We, uh, we played a little bit of Wheel of Time Fortune. Uh, so what a fortune. Woo! Oh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, and we already got our next one set up. So on June 25th, uh, mark the calendar, it's a, it's a Saturday night at 9 o'clock. We are going to be playing Wad of Fortune, and we already have three contestants lined up. I'm happy to announce those today. So those contestants are Brother Dan, Brother Ryan, and Case and I, all from the Way of the Leaf. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> are they spoilery? Or will it be spoilers? It's going to be um, no spoilers past book four. Okay, just finished book four. So just finished out of writing. So that's we, 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 we just have to be uh, mindful of the, the live chat, probably. I mean, you know, yeah, well, you might see one in there. She's not, they're not going to be looking at the chat anyway. So, you know. No, I mean, if we were to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you guys watch. Good point. Yeah. Uh, I like to watch. Yeah, so it, should, it should be fairly non-spoilery, uh, and we'll keep the chat the, the, the chat down pretty pretty low spoilers, so it can be open to everyone. Uh, so, so we'll do spoilers it. have gray area? Can you say I mean, kind of non-spoilery-ish? Isn't it kind of like it is or it isn't? Uh, I mean, it's I, I I'm in the camp. It is grayish. I mean, so like if someone's name, for example, I don't consider a spoiler. Or like a that's true form. because we have heard like, names, and it's like, huh, I wonder who that is. And then three books later, oh, I remember that name. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And and it's, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, things like sword forms, I would consider spoilers because, I mean, it's not a spoiler. Sure. <laughs> like, half people don't even know what it means anyway. It's like, four rushes down the mountain. Oh, that gives away nothing from the plot. Anything right. plot-based, obviously, is a spoiler. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> as far as other, like, Statistics. I was gonna do like Twitter or something like that. Let's see, like how many followers are we on Twitter right now? Uh, two two thousand three hundred. So we we've moved up. I think last time I announced that we were about a hundred less. So gained about a hundred followers since wow. then. Little little more. So so yeah, not a uh, hundo. So, yeah, not a hundo. <laughs> so still growing on the on the Twitter front. Um, but yeah, um, excited uh, to keep on growing all the socials. I am more active now on Facebook. If you guys haven't noticed, if you haven't noticed you haven't been on facebook i am posting more there i'm posting everywhere we're doing lots of giveaways 
Uh, I think they've all pretty much wrapped up for this month. We'll do more next month. Um, and yeah, we always do giveaways. So, and I have to um, say on Facebook and Instagram, Alan is not like super conceited where he posts something and then likes his own comments. It's hmm. just that I see it, so I like it. But when I interact with the wheel reads on Facebook, I'm doing it as the wheel reads, and I always forget that. So I made that I keep, mistake. We keep liking our own stuff, and that's me. That's my fault. Yeah. But I do like it. So hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> we we like our own stuff. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you put up a joke, and I'm like the only one that puts a laughy face for like a few hours. I keep checking on it. And I'm like, oh man, it's just us. <laughs> then, then you get like a handful more by the end of the day when people yeah. catch up. <laughs> Nobody else, just us. Yeah, so um, let me make sure I got all my my stuff up and running. There we go. Um, as far as personal life goes, um, yeah. So I, I, if you notice my background, it's the outside because I've rearranged my office now, and hopefully it's worked out better. Um, I, I had it in a weird configuration before, and it wasn't really conducive for anything. So um, that's been like my day to day. Uh, last weekend, I don't even know what we did. Um, it's all like a blur. We, we did a lot. It was a busy day, um, like on Saturday, if I remember correctly. Let's see. It was a day of adventure. So we woke up and we went to the Art Walk, which was fun. We went to the Pirate Festival in downtown Hampton. Um, awesome. So that was fun with the kids and uh, the cannons firing and everyone in, in pirate gear. Um so every year, Hampton does a pirate festival. It's Blackbeard Festival because uh, that's where they put Blackbeard's head after they beheaded him. Um, <laughs> in Hampton River. So we have a festival for them. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot of fun, lots of pirate stuff. Um, so cool pirate ships in the river and then um, uh, cans firing and all sorts of I mean, Captain um, Christopher was a pirate, so. Technically, yeah. Uh, and he uh, started, you know, he brought everybody here to start Virginia. So we have to celebrate pirates. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, William, William Mary was founded by pirate money. So, yeah, um, so I mean, college yeah. William Mary. It's necessary. <laughs> we we say pirate booty. That's why I got confused. It's not pirate money. Yeah. It's pirate booty. Mm. <laughs> so so then uh, after the art walk, they have a neighborhood art walk where like tons of artists come out and try to sell their art stuff. On they close down the street and there's like beer, uh, beer and food, a few trucks and everything like that. A lot of fun. Uh, we did that with the kids. And then we went to Greek festival and. Um, and got food for dinner from the Greek Fest, which is delicious. So I had Amazing. a shank, I had a shank of lamb, which was the only time of year really I ever had that. And lots of lots of uh, look. I'd be food. nervous ordering the shank in Newport News. Some dude's just gonna break his toothbrush. Dude, dude, they're out of the what is this? Uh, the, what's the what's the, the Spanish cult? Uh, I can't pronounce it. It's the 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 filo bread stuff. Yeah, you were saying it right. Yeah, I, I just don't know how Spanish, Spanakola or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a hor- I'm a hor- I'm a horrible Greek, but they're all out of it. But there's like apparently a guy that had bought all of it and was selling it for upselling it in the parking lot out of his trunk, like straight out Newport News. Like someone <laughs> come up there is like, oh, I came from the Spanakopola. Uh, Spanakopola, that's what it is. So it's, and like, oh, we're all out of it. The guy with the comes up, and says, hey, I heard you want some, some Spanakopola. Yeah, go into <laughs> the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Open the trunk up has hundreds of pastries. Just got that file over. <laughs> oh wow! It's new for news for you. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. So um, that was my weekend. It was a lot of fun. A lot of eating. A lot of walking. Um, good times. So, what about you? What's going on personal life, you guys? Well, hopefully you guys can hear me. Uh, I'm on a new internet setup this time, and it seems to be a little glitchy. Uh, so hopefully this works out. Um, I, what did I do? 
Uh, oh, we moved into the new place. Well, started to. I got all of my stuff in there, um, which every time you move, I pulled my stuff out of storage, and I remembered all the big items, but I forgot all the boxes of stuff and how much stuff I had. So we're still not set up in the house. There's like half empty boxes everywhere, beds kind of half put together, all that jazz. Uh, but Meredith had her kids over the weekend. I had my kids over the weekend. So we couldn't just put the house together. We did a little bit of that. And then we joined the neighborhood pool, which is only a block away. We can walk to it. Um, took the kids there. They had a fantastic time. They have a one meter and a three meter board, Alan. Not true springboards, but the three meter gets a decent bounce. I can actually get a good hop off of it. Um, pulled off some pretty sweet one and a halfs, landed a double. Can you still um, do a gainer? Got lectured by Meredith that I'm going to mess my back up, that sort of thing. Can you still do but, a gainer? Yeah, that's about it. And so I guess this me? next weekend we're going to finish up the move-in <laughs> process. And, yeah. Can you hear me, Ian? Yeah. Can you still do a gainer? They have, in bold print, it says no gainers. <laughs> <laughs> and after I did my one and a half and then I did my double, I got up again and I turned around and I was like, Ryder, watch this. And the, the lifeguard was just <clears> staring <throat> at me like, I know what you're about to do. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, he's making eye contact. So yeah, mm. I'm going to bust one you're, out when, when you're like, I used to be on a college dive team. So you seriously, know, uh, yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah. I could, I could survive a two and a smack. Okay. I've, I've done it plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a, a quarter and a smack. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you don't quite make the two and a half, if you do the two and a quarter, kind of painful. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to play Water Time or Water Fortune. What was it? Mm-hmm. Water Fortune. <laughs> Water Fortune. Uh, Tuesday, we um, did wedding stuff all day Tuesday or all evening Tuesday and Wednesday, like from the time I got off work until 11 to 12 o'clock in the morning. So we are coming down to the wire four months and a couple of weeks, and, and we will be walking down the aisle. So we are at that point where we're having to make decisions, and I, I'm in with a group of introverts that don't like to make decisions. So it's Lovely. just Fun. been... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up in, I didn't tell anybody because it was like a quick in and out, but I was in Newport News this past weekend. What? Yep. So um, I came into town because, again, making decisions, the fiance's parents did not like our save the dates. They thought, you know, Chanel has lost a lot of weight. Chris, she lost some. We need more up-to-date photos before we send save the dates out. I'm like, you do know I sent them out already, right? <laughs> I had them on my fridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saved the date, bro. It's locked in. It's locked in. It's there. And they're like, well, but we haven't said ours, so we need updated pictures. And when I tell you, I called my photographer friend and was like, hey, we want updated photos. And we're coming in town Friday, and we want to take them Saturday morning before we go to a graduation. Graduation's at 2. Go! (laughs) (laughs) So we had a very busy weekend between... Actually, Friday morning was the the shoot. So we got there Thursday night. The photography shoot Friday morning, graduation Friday afternoon. And then I picked my nephews up and took them to Colonial Williamsburg Saturday because I haven't seen them since Christmas. And then turned around and went to a graduation um, party that afternoon. And then we got a little ways down the road Saturday night and finished the rest of the drive Sunday. 
and crashed. We we have never been more wanting of our bed, but very fun, very cool to see a few of my old boys and girls have kids graduate and some friends of the family, children walk across the stage. So it's always nice to see that moment of success and then the moment of fear the next day when they're like, I don't have school to go to anymore. Now what? And it's hilarious to be like, it's okay. You don't have to know, but you got to figure something out. (laughs) It's like, welcome to adulthood. (laughs) That's when it really smacks you in the face. I know a recruiter. Yeah. It's like college, military, or go to work. You have three choices. Yeah. (laughs) And that when we were in school, it was shipyard, military, or... (laughs) college Go so. with the yard. The <laughs> i think the yard's still hiring so it's uh yeah i can still work there um, exactly yeah they don't lay off until before christmas yeah always know because someone always posts the, the the video or the, uh, a facebook post about the shipyard shutdown every year because they shut down the shipyard for christmas every year for like a couple weeks uh to let everybody off but the local uh uh dancing Gentlemen's clubs have specials <laughs> for the shipyard shutdown. So, so there's one friend I have that always like gives a shout out to all the all the all the women that have to work uh, at 7 a.m. in the morning for ship <laughs> shutdown. <laughs> uh, good old days. Good times. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, um, you guys ready to get into these chapters? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. I, I will yeah. say again, I'm still a little glitchy. If it gets bad, shoot me a message. I might have to turn off my camera just so it doesn't get too wonky. But until okay. you say something, I'll just roll with it. Okay. You seem fine to me so far. Yeah, actually, Alan sounds worse than you do. Yeah. Well, I'm... that's usually the case. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, are they letting you grow a beard? Is that within. Um... No, I just keep wearing my Regulation. mask everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's That's bad not reg. During the actual mobilization, like, I, man, I tore into a couple of guys that were doing that, growing beards behind their mask. And, like, I, I know hypocrisy and all that jazz, but uh, the depression here is, like, real. You got to just pick and choose your battles. I mean, nobody's going to mess with me for having a beard under my mask. It's miserable here. There's nothing to do, so I'm growing a fucking beard. There you go. You're getting paid to do it? Yeah. I'll I'll bust it every now and then. I'll be at the gas station pumping gas and I'll take the mask off. So I'm like in uniform with the beard. And when you you do that, when you do that at Bragg, everybody's like, what's that? You got to fork at the gas stations? Look at, this, yeah. look at this roller over here. Look at this high roller. He's like, you know, I'll sit back doing nothing because it's my It takes seven gallons to fill my tank. Yeah. So. Yeah, no that's thirty five dollars these days. <laughs> yeah. I was in, I I was so pissed. Let me go ahead and go on that rant. When I crossed that day on Virginia line and the gas jumped thirty five cents, yep, I about went the fuck off. Excuse me, oh, I'm on I YouTube fill up in everything. I fill up in North Carolina <laughs> every time. Yeah, I, it's, I was it's, like, I about cried. I literally, I, I told y'all before, I stick the thing into my car now and I click it on and I walk into the store to buy a bottle of water. Just so I don't have to watch the ticker go up. Yeah, because I I'm like, I prepay now. Just you get you. I'm, I'm just gonna run on, on, on hopes and prayers. 
Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's all going on a credit card, and I stick that bad boy for change in the couch. <laughs> I wait for the credit card bill to hit, and I'm like, "Damn, where did all that come from?" <laughs> like, well, they'll get it eventually. Yeah, actually, I actually stopped at a gas station this morning. I was gonna get gas because I have like 99 miles left until my my tank runs out, and that's plenty. And normally mm-hmm. I wait till it gets a lot lower than that. But I was like, "Oh, it's under 100. I'll get stopped and get gas." And I looked at the price, and it was at Four eighty nine a gallon, and I was sit there like, Mm-mm. yeah, I can let it go run a little bit lower. I still got sixty miles left. That's my thought. I still got. It turns off the AC and cracks left. the windows. Like, We're gonna let this run for a while. See how far we can get. On another note, um, Ian, if you're bored, Brandon Sanderson's, um, oh darn, it's just Sky, Skyward. Skyward. So I've read all. I listened to all three books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I consume them in like a manner of four and a half days. Yeah. Well, they're really good listens. I, I, I did enjoy it. I'm waiting on the fourth one to come out now. comes yep. out in 2023. So had I known that, I probably wouldn't have consumed them so fast. But it was supposed to be a quote unquote trilogy. Then I mm-hmm. get to the end of the third book and I'm like, this is where they're leaving it? So then I Google <laughs> it and it's like, oh, it's not a trilogy anymore. The fourth but book wait, comes out in 2023. I'm like. God damn it. Like, really? Yeah, the, the end of Sanderson books, they call them Sander Lanch, because it's like like an avalanche of action at the end of every yes. book. <laughs> like, it is oh. very much like Wheel of Time, where like it's this big buildup, and then <laughs> it's like takes you a roller coaster. <laughs> and then I like, for this one, I'm like, I'm like, oh, how is he going to end all of this craziness in 35 pages? Which was like an hour worth of listening or two hours worth of listening. Yeah. And then we get there and I'm like, this feels so incomplete. <laughs> I'm really upset. He's supposed to be a much better author than this. Yep, there's a fourth one. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. So you, while you're waiting, you can go to some more shows and there's there's Stormlight, there's Mistborn, there's all sorts of things. I'm going to now. Uh the book was darn Skyward. Skyward. Yes. His sci-fi is that sky? Is it? I, I, it is sci-fi. I'm, it's sci-fi. But I'm, I'm not sure if it's part of. Uh, um, is, is it part of the Cosmere? Uh, I have so, no. <coughs> I'm I just know. venturing, so somebody in the chat uh, will have to answer that. So it is non-sky Cosmere. So most of it. So I just looked it up. I just googled it. So yeah, um, most of his books, like even though they're completely different, different everything. Different yeah. magic systems, different everything are in the Cosmere. So uh, the Cosmere is like basically the galaxy, and each story takes place on different planets. You have mm-hmm. magic systems and all sorts of that, but it's all they're all kind of loosely interconnected. So it's like a giant, like like kind of like MCU. The Cos Cosmere is a Sanderson's MCU, but Skyward is not Cosmere. So. Yeah. So they said the somebody in the chat said Young Adult is not part of the Cosmere, which is a Young Adult book. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I like Young Adult books because. Every now and then, I like to relive the, yeah. the good life. There you go. Glory days. Dun, mm. dun, dun, dun. Yeah, if you get into the Cosmere books, they're definitely not YA. They're, they're, they have deep, deep mental health issues. And I mean, it, it's good. Anyway, so um, let's get right into it since we were going to. So, chapter one it is Lion on the Hill. And our chapter symbol is a heron mark blade. Uh, at least the hilt with a heron mm. on the hilt. And um, yeah, we start the same way. We start every book, um, at least past the prologue, with a couple of, of lines. If anybody wants to read where the wind's coming from this time. 
The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legends. Legends fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gives its birth comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose among brown thicket hills in Kyrian. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turn of the wheel of time, but it was a beginning with the italic A. <laughs> and then the wind flows over to Rand, who's practicing swords, um, not with one opponent, not with two, not even with three. Um, he decided to be like, yo, I want a challenge, so come at me. Uh, and he has four guys, all established soldiers, fighting him at once. One on four. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> This didn't seem like way out of line for me. Um, I know we'll get into like people in the area, their responses, but you know, I mean, wh what else is going to do? Like when he has downtime in between these different fights and figuring out where he's going to go, this is probably a great stress relief. So yes, it's training, but it's also getting some angst out. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not? So, the answer was Westward. And I still think Everett. it's important that he continue to be able to fight without the power, just in case he gets stuck in a position where he doesn't have the power and needs to fight. Agreed. And again, the the the, the way that the wind was blowing was Westward, which we I never actually stated, but it was Westward. And it's really interesting to kind of take a look at the way this was set up because it talks about how bleak things are. It's like the farmers try not to look at their fields that had produced fall crops it's like the the wind was blowing there was so much heat nothing at all was happening like the there was no snow like there should be like these people are at their wits end because they're trying to figure out why their world wasn't going like it should be mm -hmm. you know a lot of crying a lot of tears a lot of upset people mm -hmm. you know their beautiful city not looking so good and, you know, you really sparked something, Ian. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go forward to your statement of in case he has to fight where he can't use the powers, what if he has to fight in the setting at some point? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. But that's... That would be a definitely... point where he, he would not have power. But, I mean, what better place to fight the, the Dark One than in the setting when the power doesn't reach? Assuming that this is an actual physical being. Well, assuming it's not Rand himself. That, but, too. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe this last yeah. battle is an, an inward battle. It's a, it's a battle he's fighting. Who's going to win? A whole book Aaron about Rand's thoughts. I'll pass. That's yeah. when I quit this <laughs> podcast. If it's different if it's Perrin, then I might roll with you. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> that's when I quit this podcast. There you go. So yeah, uh, I think one of the nobles comes up to him and is like, he's like, well, they obviously plan to coordinate attack, and and Rand kind of gives up. Well. I can't always count on my enemies not to plan an attack. I mean, <laughs> right. That that's fine. Uh, that's kind of what I want. I I, I want to be challenged. Uh, and, right. and this is the lady that, he, in his thoughts, he's like, "Yeah, these people—they're trying to throw shade on each other. They're over here mm -hmm. playing the game, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They can't play it like the uh, mm -hmm. was it the Karyanins or 
however you pronounce that sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. this is kind of like <laughs> uh, wannabe nobles. They do seem like the weakest bunch of nobles we run into. If um, what's his name? Bashir wasn't there. They'd all be a joke. He's like the only one that actually yeah. brings any sort of esteem to this crowd. Well, in the yeah. Aiel, of course, but mm-hmm. the nobles are, they're janky. Well, they're all trying to get favor and, you know, and, and curry favor and, and, and groveling to Rand. Um, and, and but it's such yeah. an obvious and in, in like weak way. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far I'm not impressed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think Rand is either. <laughs> no. Yeah. And yeah, he shouldn't be. He's seen better. It, it I, mean, it, I mean, it, it's good to note that Rand is seeking to find the, you know, most vicious individuals to go against. He's even paying the man that lays a blow on him an extra day's coin, which kind of goes to show Rand's development. I mean, he went from farm boy who had some ingrained skills to going through multiple forms and seeing patterns in places that he wouldn't have seen them before, you know, dodging and slicing and making short work of other actual warriors. I mean, Rand really hasn't been in any legitimate battles for real. He's been in very few at this point. What, Mm -hmm. three, two? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, as as they're holding court, of course, Davron Bashir is there, uh, and <laughs> the, the the leader of Saldea uh, that we had met from the prologue, um, and who he talked about multiple times before that. But uh, he he's kind of challenging Rand on what's the wisdom of fighting with a sword. And he says, you know, you can use an hour. Why 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 are you why are you risking? You're gonna make a mistake sooner or later, and get yourself killed by doing that. You know, just use the power. Um, and, and, you know, what's the wisdom in it? And Rand's kind of like, well, you know, I want to keep myself, you know, in good shape and, and that, you know, gives his reason. So what do you, what do you think plus, about this whole time? Plus, it's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what, what, do you, what, what do you think about uh, Dr. Mashir's points? Uh, well, all of them, we haven't got into the dagger toss yet, have we? No. I was about to get there, but yeah. I was right, so about, just shy of yeah. that. And I guess it doesn't matter because even including that, uh, yeah, he's he's getting straight to the point. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like that he's being direct with Rand and they're able to have this frank conversation. Rand, with Moraine gone now and Egwene's not around, he needs someone there that's willing to be very direct with him mm-hmm. and say the things maybe that he doesn't want to hear. And it, it, Bashir seems like that type of person that, hey, I'm just going to lay it out there. This is what it, I'm still going to follow you. Like I'm following you, okay? Yeah. But you're being an asshole. Like he needs that kind of friend. Um, so I'm I'm liking the way this is developing so far. A friend that'll well, throw a dagger at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm I'm but liking, it's a great point. Well, and, and you're right, making points. Uh one of the other guys is like, oh, another Joram. And then of course, uh Bashir was like, So are you another Joram, Lord Dragon? So he like there's the sarcasm, like, dude, you're he even says that well, Joram faced 10. When Bashir was like, you know, it's okay to spar, but sparring is five. You're going to be getting your brain splattered all over the ground in a melee like that. Is it practicing or not? He's like, well, Joram once faced 10. He's like, well, are you going to equate yourself to the greatest swordsman in history? <laughs> like, I I agree with Ian. He needs that person. And who better than parents' father-in-law? To like, <laughs> yeah. he might, I mean, might as well. I mean, just go ahead. He might not know this yet, but you know, look out for your son-in-law's best friend. 
While we're on the topic of, of Bashir, you know, Jordan does a great job of describing everything and everyone. But for whatever reason, when I went through the first description of Bashir, I just I, I skimmed through it so quickly. I only picked up on a couple of things. So my mental image of him is very cartoony right now. It's it, it's kind of like he's a vertical piece of penne pasta, but he's he's all white and the eyes just kind of sit on top, sandwiched between a mustache <laughs> and his eyebrows with a beak. And then he's got a belt with his like cool cane thing. And that's like and I even try to go back and reread his initial description to see if I could get a different mental image. And that's all I got. So he's, he's kind of like, like, a, him like a, a from Muppets? Muppety. Yeah. Uh, when he talks, it's kind of like the, the Canadians from South Park and the top half just kind of wobbles around. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's he's what's like in my head whenever stout he shows up. soldier in my mind. Yeah. That makes know. more sense. He looks more like you. <laughs> <laughs> he's Ian. <laughs> yeah. And then he throws a dagger, uh, and Rand stops it, channeling, you know, and everyone loses their shit. Swords come out, bails Except Bashir. Up. Yeah, except for Bashir. He's just laying back like... He's, he's still chilling. <laughs> I mean, the maidens all all veil, sword, the noblemen draw their swords, um, and, and Rand just tells everyone to stop. <laughs> and, and Bashir's like, yeah, I just threw a point. Channeling's more effective than a sword. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which which is it's pretty much on point. Go ahead. Chris. That scene was dope, though. It's like Rand did not move a muscle. Instead, he sees Sidon, the male half of the true source. It took no more thought than breathing. Sidon flowed into him, carrying the Dark One's taint, an avalanche of foul ice, a torrent of reeking molten metal. It tried to crush him, to scour him away, and he rode it like a man balancing atop a collapsing mountain. He channeled a simple weave of air that wrapped up the dagger and stopped it at an arm's length from his chest. Emptiness surrounded him. He floated in the middle of it, in the void. Thought and emotion distant. Like, I can't wait for that to be on an episode. I know we haven't really <laughs> talked about the show in a while, and I know it's going to be three years before we get to this point. I almost forgot about the show until I like <laughs> listened to and then read that moment, because I can just see, like, Rand, the character that we know, and then dagger flying, and then they have to like show the actual weave of the wind. And I see it more like a swirling vortex that like circles it really quickly and then mm -hmm. just like freezes it. And then he just kind of picks it out of the air and just looks at it like, huh. <laughs> I want it to be a moment of like realization that there was a point being yeah, made. There should be a little bit of aha there. I hope it's a, a good mm -hmm. lesson. Because he's in the void, so there is no emotion. So he should be thinking as clearly as possible. And I want it to just be like that light bulb moment. I want to see it in his eyes so they better make sure he acts well in that scene. It better happen for that point. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all my mental image every time they say touching the black one's taint. Huh. Like, or the dark one's taint. You said black one, yeah. so we already <laughs> Anyways, you can tell what the, what the mental image is. <laughs> and then as all this is happening, Luke Baron does... I'm going to try to just go on past that. <laughs> see, that was worse because y'all get to see us cut up. <laughs> yeah. So... Oh, um, 
So as all this is going on, um, or as it's wrapping up, Rand starts to hear loose there in his etiquette, um, you know, uh, saying the only way to live is to die. Uh, 42, I mean, of life, the universe and everything. Um, you know, <laughs> and Rand, you know, so, so I mean, he's hearing lose more and more. I mean, obviously, it's two books ago, lose is not his head at all. Uh, you can argue that in the second book, if you go back, there might be hints of it, but doesn't know who it is and what's going on. But now it's, we know who, it, you know, it's loose in his head. We don't know whether it's it's him just being insane or if it's actually lose or what's going on there, but it, it it's happening more often. Um, and is this the madness? Is this the taint creating creating madness, or is it something else? Maybe this is the last battle. Maybe that's okay. what it is—the internal struggle. Um, one of the big things that popped out reading this is I am no longer concerned with Rand having to die because Matt had to die and Matt's back as Modian died and then came back and then the fucker died again. But, <laughs> um, you know, it, it could be maybe by the end of this, these many books intentional that Rand is strategically put in a position where he gives himself up only for somebody else to be able to come in and, you know, do the final move on the dark one. Let me read that right. Horror cooks. I, I, and I, I, yeah, how about that? Must be gotten rid of before the actual one can die. Yeah. If if yeah. Luce Theron takes over, it destroys the world. If Rand's able to keep control and you know, he needs to learn from him, sure, but in the end be triumphant and maintain who he is, then you know, saves the world. Right. So um I did mention the 42 meaning of life universe and everything. And Douglas Adams never confirmed this, but there's a fan theory out there that why 42? And if you add up all the sides of a dice, a die, a single die, uh, it's 21. So the meaning of life, the universe, and everything, 42 would be two die. The meaning of life, the universe, and everything. What about taxes? The meaning of life, roll the dice. I like it's that. to die. <laughs> no, just to die. Like, oh, I die. get it. I, I, I now get it. You um, can edit that out, Alan. I, no, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I, I find it fascinating. It's a good yeah. philosophical argument. And I don't know, Douglas Adams never confirmed that. But it's, uh, sure. I like that. Still, it's, I that's like cool. That. Yeah. It, it fits. It's neat. It's, 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 it's neat. Concise. We didn't even have to touch Fibonacci. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> don't get me started on numbers, man. Uh, go for hours. <laughs> um, so also, he does make a comment about taking care of Samuel in Iliad. Um, so uh, do you think that's the next play is going down there and fighting more Forsaken? Too, too soon to tell. And especially in the chapter after this, Rand has mm-hmm. so much that he's about to learn about himself, male channelers, maybe even more about the Forsaken. It's, too too soon to say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and if we're taking Bashir seriously, first and foremost, we don't want to meet his wife. <laughs> but, but second, he's pushing for Aes Sedai so much, and of course, we have here Rand alluding to the fact that he might have some backup. So, in my mind, and you know, being the the fan of wizards and witches that I am, we're about to have some real Hogwarts shit occur. Okay. And like we we've got the academy started, the male Isodai, if we can call them that, the male channelers are pouring in, ready to learn, 
you know, we're going to have some Aesodai joining and they're going to now learn to cultivate their powers and learn some new workarounds for our Lady Aesodai so that they can use their powers effectively because, you know, they can only use them against dark friends, but if they don't know if the person's a dark friend or not, and they're kind of caught in that loop. So we need to find some workarounds to kind of break that. And then we need to get the two of them, male and female, working together. Okay. Yeah. So I think Team, that should be our direction, but yeah, you know, I have more faith in Jordan to create a better story than that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, uh, you know, when Bashir comes to the realization of, oh, the tower is split sort of thing. And I might mm-hmm. be jumping ahead here. Yeah, In yeah. my mind, when he said that, I was like, um, I think we're going to get even more divisions within divisions. Because even the people that come initially supporting Rand, when they find out that he's uh, doing the amnesty to all the male Chandlers, not everybody in that group's going to be down with that. And then what if like what you said, Chris, he's like, all right, I, you know, I want these channelers to start pairing up with female channelers. I want y'all to learn to work together. Well, there's gonna be another group of people that are like, okay, that's where I draw the line. Like there's so many different schools of thought within the female Aes Sedai. There's no way it's just going to be two different factions. You're going to get just like what we had before, like a bazillion factions within each side that are doing their own schemes and meh. Yeah. I I mean, we're go ahead. I said I actually quoted uh, that's this part on Twitter today because I sometimes do quotes from the chapter we're going to cover. But the quote I did was, I'll never trust an Aes Sedai. I will use them because I do need them. But the tower, a tower or rebel, I know they will try to use me because that is what Aes Sedai do. I'll never trust them this year. Well, and he's even deeper than that. I was actually going to go into that exact statement and then push it a step further he's looking at everybody around him and thinking who here's a dark friend yeah. and he'll use and that. I, he don't yeah, care he's he'll like, would that. I, would I use these people? Yeah, definitely. Like I, he is at that point that I think every, um, dictator or King or whatever gets to where he realizes they're just my subjects and I have to make the best choice for the whole of the subjects mm-hmm. and my agenda. Yeah. And that's just the individuals. So. Not just in a kingdom. I mean, war is war, and he's on the war path, right? Uh, in, in Iraq, we had informants, we had locals that we knew were up to no good in many ways and would probably turn on us if they had an opportunity, but we still use them where we could. You just put less uh, degree of confidence in some of the information you get, but it's still part of that picture you're painting of the battle space and whatnot. So you... Yeah. Dude, I mean, I agree I agree with what you're saying, but it's not necessarily like a, you know, I'm this all-powerful king and I'm just going to manipulate everybody. I mean, that's part of it, I guess. If I could mm-hmm. also see just the strategy of being mission-focused and I'm going to stay laser-focused on the end goal that I want and whoever I have to use to get there, you know, that's, that's what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. So back to my question about where you think we're going. I mean, Ilian's mentioned, and you said you don't know yet. But without thinking of next the next chapter, I mean, we're about to get into this one. But just we're we've had the prologue, we've had chapter one. Like, where do you think this book's going? Like, what do you what do you what do you have theories? Do you have any predictions? Um, I mean, we are starting a new book, so. Perrin, 
it's going towards Perrin. I'm sorry. Like I, I need Perrin to I come hope back. So. I hope Perrin comes through an away the way gate or something, some form of quick transportation. And he's like, Can I call you Papa? Well, he's not too far now. <laughs> no, he's not. Like I need yeah. him to I need that to be a real thing, and I need us to have some Wolf Brothers involved. And like I don't want to follow Rand anymore. Like he can go away for a book. There are other people. I want to follow Perrin. And then um, I think our friend Padden Fane needs to come back into play. Like, we haven't heard from yeah. him in forever. Or when is Matt finally hooking up with the Sean Chan? Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to be. We can have happen. a Matt book. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But realistically, I, yeah. I don't see. Rand shouldn't push forward at all. He should sit and, and, and stay still for a little bit and train up his forces. Okay. I'm going to stick with that thought. Okay. And I can see people gravitating to him. We already know parents coming. We already know mm-hmm. that the rebel um, Aes Sedai are coming, which means that's bringing Egwene and um, <clears throat> and Elaine to him. Mm-hmm. Not Egwene. Not uh, Eve. Men. Yeah. Men, well, men. But I'm saying, I think, I think more, during this book, they're all going to come. Okay. That's kind of my thought. They're <laughs> they're all on their way to greatness. Anyway. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I just I have that feeling where you get to the point to where he's like, you know, getting into his relationship with all three. We gotta have kind of that book to kind of set the tone for the rest. Like, yeah. aren't we midway through at this point? We're in yeah. that middle area. Kinda. So into the thick of it. Maybe he goes and gets Calendor back. Like I, I don't say that for sure, but maybe he does that too. I, I think. Would. I think when he learns more from who we're about to meet, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Because part of him setting Calendar Calendor aside was him realizing that he's not ready for that much. Like if he goes off the deep end with that thing, he's going to disappear into nothingness. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, so he's got to level up some before he uses it. Fair. It's like the original Final Fantasy where you, you know, you're not mm-hmm. lifted up enough and you try to buy the sword and it's like, cannot equip. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're not strong enough for this. Dun, 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 I was always a tactics player. You're jamming now. Um, so, um, yeah, so we end this chapter with uh, one of Bashir's men coming in saying, hey, there's a guy at the gates that wants to come in. Uh, he says his name is Nazareth <laughs> And he says it to Lord Bashir, not to the Lord Dragon, the highest almighty mm-hmm. Rand, which perturbs Rand like no other, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we've heard this name before. I don't know if you guys recognize it when you first heard this. Before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the other self-declared dragon reborn. Dragon. So yeah. Logan, Mazarin Taim, and Rand were like the three big they they mentioned there's some other people they had, but they're like mad with Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but, yep. so that's where we end this chapter. So any final thoughts from this? I mean, it really was a lot about dialogue between Rand and Bashir. Uh and, and you're really getting to know Bashir better in this chapter. I think they're really just trying to build him as a character. I think that's what Jordan's doing here. Uh because obviously yeah. he's he's newish he's a newish character. Uh, so, so is Taim. We'll get to that next chapter. But yeah, mm-hmm. 
I really like Bashir. Like, I think he's going to be one that sticks around for a while. Okay. Again, I'm I am fiending for parent chapters, and then the interaction between him and Bashir and Fayil, and then I'm with Ian. Like, I need some serious Matt chapters, not the ones that we've had. Like, we already know he's coming into play. Like, there's continues Matt for military strategy, but. I need him to I get want, away from Rand a little bit. Yeah, I need some I think development. that development would be very different. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Sounds good. It's All right, chapter two, A New Arrival. And we have a fire symbol as our chapter symbol. Um, so we're still in Camelin because we have a new arrival. It is Nazrim Taim. So, um, yeah, there's tensions are high. Um, Rand looks to Bashir right away and it's like, you gonna do anything? He's like, I respect the amnesty, uh, but <laughs> if Taim goes to Saldea, <laughs> yeah, that's how we start. Yeah, I, I guess that's as good as Rand could have expected this welcome. Yeah. Uh, at the end of last chapter, Chris, you mentioned how you weren't thrilled that the announcement about his arrival was kind of made more towards Bashir than Rand. I won't say that it it was appropriate, but that's certainly where my eyes would have been when that door opened, knowing who it was. Like, Rand obviously did the amnesty. It's not mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think Rand would just come out finger blasting the guy right when the door opened. But if anybody was going to make a move, it was going to be Bashir. And we already know he can move quick. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that dagger. <laughs> right. So that's where my eyes would have been. Uh, so anyways, I think this is about as, about as good as a... a an intro to this guy as we could have expected could have been a lot worse. And uh, he was a cool fucking cat (laughs) because he didn't just have swords drawn on him. As this progressed, they were like kind of piercing the skin, poking him a little bit. I mean, he was, he was getting poked and prodded. I had my thoughts Mm -hmm. on that too. I was like, he was probably in the void the whole time. You can be in the void and not be drawing on sighting. And this is a man who has survived decades and not gone crazy. So in my mind, he's just kind of mastered the void. Yeah. If you're emotionless, then you're not drawing on that other self. We don't know that he wasn't drawn on the power. Rand couldn't sense it. But now we have to look at some of these tricks the females are finding out. You can hide the fact that you're channeling. True. You could do all sorts of little tricks. So what does this guy know? Because we also find out he's old. He's been channeling a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He clearly has picked up some tricks. He's he's figured out intentionally or unintentionally how to continue to live into an old age. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a forsaken. But, you know. Now, I don't think that. I It hit me at first. I was like, bro, this, this old and this in control and... I thought the same thing. He's got to be a forsaken. And then as I was listening, I was like, no, I don't want him to be. That's it. I don't want him to be a forsaken. You you know what? And we'll get there. And then we'll come back to the beginning of this chapter, Alan. <laughs> what, so I got to where you're at. I, I was started thinking it. The, the part that flipped the script for me is when Rand took his command voice with him. It was like, look, Effer, you're going to do what I F and tell you, Evie, F, F. And he... Dropped to a knee. He's like, yes, I, I serve the dragon, blah, 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 blah. And it just seemed very sincere. It's like he recognized something in Rand either more right. powerful than him 
or or maybe he recognized Luce Theron mm-hmm. or something, but that quick jump to obedience, that aha moment that he had, I was like, wait a minute. I don't think yeah. this is a Forsaken thing. This might be something new that we're going to figure out, but I don't think Forsaken. But maybe I mean, still- this might be more of the Taviran-ness of Rand and how it has a maybe it has a greater impact on male channelers. Maybe he's the alpha and Taviran is what makes him the alpha. <laughs> or maybe in that moment of rage, Lou Theron took over enough and Rand compelled him. Could be to that. do that Could without be. even knowing. I mean, she's, okay, Alan, let's go back to the beginning. Where, where were we? <laughs> so, so time comes in, and it, yeah, he he comes he comes in like the big dick in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, well, he was swinging. <laughs> <laughs> he comes right in. Just like, was it was it the big D or oh, was it the oh. old guy that comes out of the sauna just butt naked? And stands next to you and dries off like one ah, one ah, nipple ah, at a time with a tiny towel and puts his foot up on the bench and like tries to have a full conversation with you with his saggy balls. Touching I was just about to say with the long saggy balls. <laughs> and like you try not to look, but no matter what, like the balls are in your peripheral and you're like, oh god. Oh. We used to call the old guys at the YMCA landmines because you like walk through and you look you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like, at that point in life, they're married 20 years. They're at the Y, yeah. so it's like <laughs> they don't it's Alan and Tim Moore. They don't care. Yeah, he comes rocking right in just like he owns the place. And he's just like, yeah, hey, how's everybody doing? And, uh, and Devin, Devin Bashir is not happy to see him. <laughs> and Tony even starts to taunt him as well, which I think is um, a little bit much. But at the same time, it's uh, it's his character. Uh, you know, you know, mentions that you know you tried to kill me, yeah, but yeah, you know, some of your guys actually served me now, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Bashir kind of invited it by questioning who he was, right? And I know, well, if you all out there in the world don't know, for a guy that's been rocking a beard for a very long time, when they finally shave it off, if you've only known this man with a beard for a year, two years, ten years, it's a totally different person. Yeah. Um, so I could see why maybe he'd be like, wait a minute, who is this fool? Because he, he knows him as having a beard. But anyways, that kind of opened the door, and then there was a lot of back and forth and, yeah. you know, yeah, poking it, and prodding. It, it, Ren stops it eventually. He says, he tells him that if he does it again, he'll let me sure kill him. <laughs> yeah. I, my amnesty covers everything in the past. <laughs> Going forward, yeah. you're you're going to be held accountable for what you say. You should. Sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, and then, uh, he asked, you know, Taim, you know, if he wants to come join, if he's coming here for the amnesty, he's like, actually, I had something else in mind, maybe like a compact, you know, rather than like serve you, maybe we can do like a kind of like, I mean, I'll be lesser than you. I'll be a little lesser, but we're kind of partners, kind of like a 60, 40 thing. How do you want to split this up? You can can call yourself captain. I just call myself co-captain. That way I had the co in front and you don't. You know, but it's right. <laughs> I'll do a little asterisk. It's so funny. The way he walks in here is like he can walk out at any point in time. He did not seem concerned. Period. Like it was, he said, he's like, did you come here? I mean, the direct quote, did you come to see me or to taunt Lord Bashir? 
And he said, mm-hmm. to see you, you were the one in the, uh, in the vision in the sky. They said it was the dark one himself you fought. But it wasn't like, <coughs> um, ask you for your amnesty and to serve you. Like you guys said. He, Let's he make a deal. Wanted, I just want to put my eyes on you and see if you're real. Yeah. Yeah. He's in disbelief is what it was. He's kind of feeling out the authenticity of Rand being the dragon. And yeah. if he's as bad as they say he is, he probably could have walked out of there yeah. if he wanted to. Rand being the only one, literally, that could stop him. And if Rand didn't have his Tarangrial, mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be able to stop him then. Yeah, he's I pretty just powerful. get that feeling. Yeah, he's pretty powerful. I'm not confident that... So, I wouldn't place a bet here because we don't know enough about him. Even with that little... Tiangriol, Tiang, Tiang, gosh, the T uh, word. It's a Angriol, not Tiangriol. Right, it's just Angriol. Angriol. Oh, now I'm even more confused. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, so Tiangriols, you, you like the Dream Ring? It does something. Angriol right. Yeah. No. Answers the power. Saw Angriols enhance the power so much. Yeah. No, like uh, I, re- I, I kind of remember that, but like it's not firmly in my long-term memory. It's like well, a hazy, fuzzy. Yeah. That's I'm what I'm here for. But I, I wouldn't place bets here, mostly because he came in so confidently. You only do that if you feel like you have an out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We, we talked about that in previous chapters, you know, with even like Galad and how confident he is. Like, you know, when you have that kind of confidence, it's like, you know right. what you're doing. Well, he showed you his out real quick. He drops to that knee. We're getting there. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, and, and Rand, Rand shuts down the compact right away. He's like, no, that's not how this is going to work. We're, we're, we're not. We're not. Co co anything. It uh, you're, you're serving me. Are yeah. <laughs> or not? This ain't two. This ain't two dragons. One cup, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it, and he's it pauses for like half a second before just taking a knee and saying, "Well, then I swear full, you know, full fealty, full fealty to you." And yeah. Yeah. If you is who you is, I'm gonna yeah. follow you. Exactly. Uh, and Rand's kind of taken back by it. Like, he's like, really? That fast? He's like, I don't see the other choice. So, yeah. I mean, I, so I like his cool logic. That's why I feel yeah. like he had to have been in the void this whole time. This cool logic kept coming to play. I mean, even Rand's Very statement. Stoic. Like, yeah. Rand's statement whatever your crimes, time, they pale beside the forsaken. Have you ever tortured an entire city, made thousands of people mm. assist in breaking each other slowly and breaking their own loved ones? Like, this is that moment where, going back to your statement, Ian, clearly it wasn't just Rand speaking here. Or Rand wasn't speaking. All that knowledge. Just his yeah. own experience. All this knowledge. Because it goes on for a very long run-on paragraph mm-hmm. about, I know there's no such thing, but in my mind there is, mm-hmm. all of the, fi- the the different instances where you have Simarag and Grindel and... um we have yeah. all these people, all the forsaken and all the horrible atrocities that they've done. He's like, if you compare to them, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. But you don't. And that's why you're getting this amnesty. And that's why you're getting to serve my cause. And he's like, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to pay for the amnesty tenfolds over because the same people who have gone through and done all these horrific things are the exact same people that you're going to help me fight. You have no choice in the matter. Yeah. It's either that or you don't walk out of here. You're going to earn right. this shit or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So or die earning is, it, one of the two. Right. 
this speech as a whole was actually pretty awesome. I'm, I'm glad you brought us back a little bit and we didn't breeze over it. Like, I, I would hope Rand had this kind of planned a little bit, but if he did this off the cuff and was just winging it, I mean, it was brilliant. Uh, like, he gets into, within his thoughts, thinking about it after the fact, like, mm-hmm. it has an impact on Bashir, it has an impact on everybody else there. You know, by going through the list of all these horrible atrocities that the Forsaken have done, it kind of helps everybody else there put in perspective. Um, you know, not every, they talked about how not everybody was cool with Rand doing this amnesty thing for male channelers. And right. so when time walks in, they're like, oh, like there's probably at least half the people in there like, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this guy, we can't bring him aboard. But after hearing all that spiel, like compared to the Forsaken, and knowing that the Forsaken are out there, now people are thinking, okay, one... He's not as bad as them. Two, we know Rand is powerful. However, if we're going up against all these Forsaken, maybe we do need more people on our side that can fight them, right? So it's yeah. kind of softening everything up. Um, so yeah, what well, well yeah. done. Good speech. Yeah. It, it, and immediately goes into giving him a task. He's like, all right, well, I got a plan for you. And he's like, what's that? He goes, I need you to go find and train male channelers. And he's like, what makes you think you can do that? He goes, well, can you? And he's like, I mean, I've done it before. So <laughs> can, can, you, can you sense it? Can you train him? That sort of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. He even, he already told Rand he could. Right. Because like make me, you know, an underling just directly under you. There's so much I can give you so much I can teach you. Mm-hmm. Right. And Rand's like, well, that's exactly what you're going to do. You're going to teach, not necessarily mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but you'll teach everybody. And I, I have a feeling Rand is going to learn a lot just by watching and listening and yeah but so we're seeing here that Simarag has a power that Rand may not have and that is the ability to sense other channelers yeah like Rand could sense them when they were channeling Mm -hmm. but Simarag's implying that he can sense them I'm sorry thank you (laughs) so he is implying that he can find them just in a crowd like if they or if they have the potential to channel like yeah. he can test them yeah. right yeah yeah and he said he's done it before i mean he had a young man he met that could channel and he started teaching him but the he went mad so he had to kill him so he's like yeah i tried before but ended up killing him <laughs> so which brought me to another thought like i know it was female channelers that killed old tom's nephew, nephew but what if there was a spin to all this and it wasn't really? We, we have to wait to find out what's in Tom's note. So one, it could be this is the person that gentled your nephew. Or maybe, maybe there's some weird plot twist where like he didn't actually die or something and he got carried off somewhere else and he's still alive and regained mm-hmm. his abilities. Who knows? Who knows? Or maybe it's a love note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the it's just the horn from the unicorn. Exactly. <laughs> Find me where the un, only the unicorns can come. Rescue me. Giggity. So, so what do you think about Luz Theron and Rand's head? Because Luz does not like him at all. <laughs> kill him, kill him, kill him right now. Just kill him all. <laughs> so is this Luz having okay, so this is where I teetered back to this Forsaken thing. Is Luz just having flashbacks? of the nature of the relationship, like he felt threatened by, you know, other people around him and then try to kill him back in his time. Or does Luz Theron actually recognize him as 
somebody that he knew during his time. Um, I would, I'm kind of leaning more towards that. Like it, it seems a lot of our main characters uh, are being influenced by some, some version of them from the past or some version of somebody else from the past. Right. So why not this guy also? And then why wouldn't lose there and recognize him? I think this is the lose after losing his love and he's completely bonkers. And it just so happens he's gone bonkers inside of Rand's head. And he has distrust for everyone that channels outside of himself. And with that level of distrust, the only thing to do to make sure you're safe and to make sure the world is safe, because in his mind, you just ended his entire world by taking his love. And he himself was so mad that he was the one that committed the acts. So in his mind, kill them all, and I too should be dead. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's just a man that's angry and depressed. Yeah, so it's not just that Rand is kind of going crazy because he has another voice in his head, but the other voice in his head is going fucking crazy. Yeah, it's already crazy. It's like Inception crazy. Yeah, it's like every now and then it goes away from the crazy and you get something useful out of it. Right, here's some good advice. This is how you tie your shoes. Now fucking kill them all! (laughs) With the shoestrings. right. Jesus, I just I just tried to get the rabbit back down the hole. Why are we now choking out everybody? Choke the rabbit. Choke Chill it. Chill out, Luz. <laughs> I thought we were yeah, the badger. My kids to tie their shoes. Put the rabbit's head through the hole. Now choke it. Choke it. <laughs> and then you snap the neck real quick. <laughs> I can hear my in-laws do, now. Do, do double notes. Make sure, make sure he's choking for, for good measure. Yeah. Double Oh man, about to get get reported uh, by PETA here. Come on, guys. The rabbit uh, stew is delicious, though. Now, now you got me all hungry. So, um, so yeah, he's also wondering if Tanya's actually sane. Uh, you know, uh, Rand having these thoughts about whether he actually is. You know, he's surrounded with people that want to kill him, and he's just cool as a cucumber. Like, like, is he sane? <laughs> Well, to be determined. Yeah. I was gonna say again. I, I still feel like he's master of the void. Yeah. I mean, this man yeah. walked into a room of ice of um, Aiel and literal soldiers that want to kill him with the blades into his side, and he is on absolute chill mode. So either he found some really good grass to smoke before he came in, yeah, or he's just that in control. And I think you have to remain in that constant state of control to avoid going crazy. Yeah. Like he has no answer for why he hasn't gone mad. He just hasn't. Well, that's what he's telling us. Yeah. Yeah. Again, all I, all I have to compare it to are the relationships within the Aes Sedai and what did Nynaeve and Elaine just find out? Well, there's a bunch of little tricks and there's a bunch of different channels that different Aes Sedai know that they don't share with each other. That they keep is like their ace in the hole. So, yeah, like know, why, why, right? Why wouldn't why wouldn't the male channelers also do that? You know, you gotta you gotta keep something close to your chest. Why would he show, teach Rand everything he knows? He's got to hold on to the one or two things that he think he thinks he could use to defend himself against Rand if if the time ever came. So true. We're not gonna get it all. Yeah, and I don't blame him for it. Yeah, why and he can't. And then the next scene, he's uh, he's come bearing gifts. He's like, well, I actually got something for you, too. Um, 
pulls out a little disc. And lose. Fucking lose. What is he doing? Huh. I don't even know what he's doing in there. Break it. Break <laughs> them all. All must break, break them. Break them. Must break must all. Them all. Break them and strike this must quickly strike must. Just give I'm me something to break. Yeah. About your fucking face. In my mind. Lucas is, re- is playing uh, a Blimp Biscuit. Just miss that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I feel like, though, had they been all shattered, had the Dark One been released early, would he have gained his full power back? Like, would he be able to to do what he has planned? Or would there be a better chance of beating him right now than beating him later? Is it like a vampire that comes out of a long rest? They got to feed for a while to get their mm-hmm. full strength. Like, do you get them when they're weak? Yeah. And like right now, he is amassing an army. He's got, you know, bigger, badder people that he's creating. And what is that? The beast from, from earlier on? The, uh, oh, Lord. The oh, the taller version of the, the fade, tall, yeah. The fade, like he's got bigger, badder fades, like he's creating a bigger, badder army. No, nah, we got to strike now. Go Kill him while he's still weak before he creates bigger, badder, and before he gets more people on his team. But I don't think you have the weapon you need to beat him, like, and the weapon might not even be Rand. Let's go back to the tinkers looking for their song. And we kind of theorize that the song is probably some sort of like a harmony that or complex harmony that requires like all these different cultures or all the people or all the beings across the land to kind of come together with, you know? Yeah. Well, see, in my mind, you get a pumped up brand with Calendar and you go and you stabby, stabby and yeah. we're done. Poke, poke. Poke, poke. Yeah. <laughs> And then everybody else that was connected to him just dies. Hive mind. What? Maybe you're. I mean, maybe everybody's joshing with us, and this is actually over by book seven. And then book eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen are all about pairing in that. Yeah, after the last battle, it's them just having good old times. Yep. Yeah. So you think the last battle is like this book, and then we just have like unicorns and rainbows and. Well, right. definitely more more unicorns. You mean we've already had more, some unicorns. more unicorns and rainbows and yeah, yeah, some butterflies, yeah, some butterflies, some love stories, some kimbaya. So <laughs> we have the Quindiar, and it's mm-hmm. flaky. So my question mm-hmm. is: Is do they still hold power as long as they're whole? I mean, can you just rub some head and shoulders on that? You know? <laughs> yes. <it's not> like- <laughs> Can we find a way to strengthen it? Like, is there... Fast acting to acting. (laughs) Is there a source of power that we can use or a spell or something we use to, to like, glue it? Like, spray on glue. So the the channeling used to form those was male and female channeling together in, like, large groups, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we got hinted at that. So with the info we have right now, one... You need to get one of these in front of Elaine to see if she can study it. And then we got to get some male and female channelers linked up to work on it together. And we are so yeah. far from that happening. Flex seal, though. That, I agree. I'm looking at the comments. Flex <laughs> seal. Just slaps it on there. Just slap it on. But it, some, mean, gr- some gorilla glue. You know, it's, it's already been created. <laughs> we just need to keep it whole. Like, 
you shouldn't need the same amount of pay, power to keep it whole than to create it. Like you, you drop that glass and you chip it and you still have the pieces. You just glue it back together. You don't need the whole machines and the heating process. All you need is some adhesive. Mm-hmm. You know, and let it be the next generation's problem. That's what we do already. <laughs> Maybe that's how we break the wheel. It's just making the next generation's problem, and that has never happened before. That hit a little close to home, buddy. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the many reasons why I joined the army at the time I did. I was like, all right, let me go put my two cents in now while I can try and help the effort and let's be done with this shit. Cause eventually, you know, at the time I didn't have kids, but I was like, you know, when I get back, I'm going to start a family, have kids. And I, you know, you always want your kids to live in peace and everything. And now my oldest are both at the age where they could join the military right now. And Lord knows we're still trying to start something somewhere nonstop. I mean, it just, that's all we do is fight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so much all we've that. ever done. Uh, yeah. Ever since yeah. the first person never was able to, Carve a stone into a pointy end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna poke Wait. this dude with it and take his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Your stuff better than my stuff. Poke, poke. poke. Now my stuff. <laughs> and then he realized, and realized it was not a good idea. <laughs> then yeah. he created monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if everybody's reborn, good point, Commissioner Snack. Uh, you know, it's the it's, it's the future dragon's problem. You know, just, just yeah. the next next <laughs> the next turning the, of the wheel. That's the thing. Yeah. We have the dragons always address it, and they always lose. Well, why not address not address it at all? Hmm. Then then you've changed the pattern. Have you not seen Groundhog Day? You have to do something like. He went through and learned the piano and he memorized everybody's routines and he tried to help everybody. And even when that didn't work, he tried killing himself. And then he would just lay in bed all day and he tried to do nothing. The do nothing doesn't work. You have oh, to find that right course of action. Well, in the movie for me, there's that, just that, one way it could happen. But that's how you surf, right? Do less. Do, do less. <laughs> <laughs> I have not actually watched that movie. I need to go back and do it. I know all about it, but I have not. Wait, watched it. I actually did spoil it for you, some. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's was, still gonna was, be very entertaining. I did not I really take anything away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I don't know when I'll ever watch it, but oh Bill gosh. Murray, if you listen to our podcast, you're always welcome to come on as guest. Um, oh my goodness, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. Uh, he is hilarious. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So, what do you think about Time's uh, backstory on how he got it? Because they asked him, like, "Where'd you get this?" He's like, "Well, you know, some farmer." <laughs> um, it would make sense that they have people that were supposed to be guarding these things. I don't feel like the past Aes Sedai would have been so lackadaisical. But have we heard this story before? Think about it, book two, Pat and Fane when he met Lord Turok. The uh, Sean Chan guy? The Sean Chan guy. Yeah, yeah. They asked him how he got, I think it was the horn. He said, well, you know, I I, I, I lived to serve for generations. It passed down. Because... Yeah. Huh. Sketch. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. So, it's but, okay. kind of <laughs> so the Aes Sedai were charged oh, with protecting the seals, something. right? Did you hear that? 
Oh, Pat and Fane bean time? This time, Pat and Now, that would be quite interesting. All right, so I wouldn't be mad at it, but then we would need, like, an entire book that is following Pat and Fane because if he's having all these progressions from where he was to now he's this, I got to know that fucking story. I'm not saying it wouldn't be interesting or that I would be mad if it happened. I just, I need to know. You well, can't just, around you can't level time, up a character yeah. like that and just be like, and to make the story work, he is now level 53 and he <laughs> is time. Like, no, fucking, let's go see how he got there. Yeah. We know he's, we know they're not one and the same because they've been around at, during the same time. So yeah, doing sure. different things in different parts of the world. But sure. Sure. I like this. Oh, um, back to the seals thing. The Aes Sedai are supposed to be the protectors of the seals, mm-hmm. right? Watcher uh, of the seals. Yeah. Watcher of the seals. But they've changed over the many thousands of years. Uh, so much understanding what they're supposed to be doing has changed. There's been power struggles. Maybe at some point early on, the people that physically had them that were part of the Aes Sedai, they saw the power struggles. They they were like, we need to do a better job of hiding them so this doesn't affect the seals. It I mean, makes me think of like the 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 Aiel that they mm-hmm. were all supposed to be these way of the leaf folk and you know not pick up a weapon and then somebody eventually said no it's translated as don't use a sword as long as we don't use a sword we're good we'll just use other weapons and spears and shit like <laughs> like their per- their purpose gets effed up and lost along the way right. it's also been like thousands of years I mean have you ever been dolphin watching like if you watch dolphins like the first time it's really exciting and then like the second time it's still really exciting. Third, fourth, fifth time. It's really excited. And then you see a dolphin. You're like, oh, that's a dolphin. Just I mean, watching seals is probably the same thing. Unless a killer whale comes and eats the seal, like, it's it's kind of boring. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know those videos where the seals get on the boat to hide from the killer whale? Alan would be on the back of the boat with a with an oar poking it back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> like, swim for your life, buddy. <laughs> Entertain me. <laughs> He did go all the way around the world. For me. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> it's always, but like, I mean, I mean, seriously, that. But like, so I mean, not, not seriously about that, not, not talking about seals, but like, <laughs> I mean, but, but like on 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 the sailboat, like we race sailboats, uh, and like almost, I would say about half the time we go out racing, dolphins come by our boat, like, yeah, and they like it. Anytime you have a new person boat, like, oh my god, there's dolphins all around us. I was like. Yeah, they're always all around us. Yeah, would, would, please, would you please shut up and trim the sail? Like, we're racing here. Yeah, yeah, they're here. Yeah, they live here. That's it's the water. It's the ocean. That's where they live. Although, as much as I've seen that and had small pods of dolphins, and you do kind of get used to it. Um, when I was delivering the William T. Paquette, and oh, we were coming yeah. up, I think we were off the coast of South Carolina or Georgia yeah, right you before we came into Georgia. Where it was like a couple pods kind of came together. We had one big one with us, and then you could see more splashes kind of coming from another direction. And when I say hundreds, I mean hundreds. And then they all started moving in the same direction with us. And we were like, we were way offshore at this point. So no, no other boats, yeah. nothing else around. That was awesome. I swung out uh, <laughs> on the boom uh, and tied myself off the end of the boom and was hanging out of the water. And it, like you could reach down and touch them as, as they mm-hmm. were swimming by. It was yeah. so cool. They were trying to decide whether or not they're going to hijack y'all. Probably. Like, what is this? Dolphins are smart. They are. Or, <laughs> like, what is it or, ga- or gang rape us because apparently they do that too. Yeah. I have a friend of mine. His name is Peter, Peter Vortek, and he's a surfer, um, lives in Virginia Beach, surfs all the time, and he is terrified of dolphins because 
He's not been attacked once by Dolphins. Not twice. He's been attacked three separate times by wow. Dolphins while surfing in Virginia Beach. Like, literally, <laughs> like, rammed in, like, bruised ribs, cracked ribs. Like, I was like, man. He must give off like a pheromone or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, he has some bad vibes. The nicest guy in the entire world, but the Dolphins do not like him. He needs to change his diet or whatever soap he's using because he's giving off something that's. <laughs> they're like, no, nah, screw that. Or guy. maybe they're really big vibes and they're trying to get him at a moment. Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> they got a sick sense of humor and they're like, Tony's back in the water. Fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't touch anybody else. Just him. Just, Just him. him. Just him. <laughs> he don't even know why. Sucker. <laughs> 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 Peter, if you ever listen to us, um, I apologize for telling your secrets about dolphins. But yeah, he's terrified of them. <laughs> he hates dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd like them either. Chanel would be mortified. She absolutely loves dolphins, but I don't think she's ever been in the water with them. So yeah, um, I've swam, I swam with them in the wild. Uh, I not not touched them, but I've been in the water when they've come close. And it's, it's definitely. Not as it's cool. it's cool, but it's definitely scary too because you realize it's still a wild animal and it still can kill you. <laughs> right, and you're very vulnerable in the water. Even if you're a great swimmer, compared to them, they could swim circles around you. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when they figured out the dolphins. So now we're going on dolphin tangent because uh, when dolphins actually have serial killers, they're serial killer dolphins. Um, that actually was in Virginia Beach the first time they actually found that out. Um, so yeah, they, they actually, there's young, like, uh, small, uh, porpoises, harbor porpoises started washing up on shore and they looked like they had been beating with a baseball bat. They thought some guy was rowing out there and taunting the dolphins up and like some person was beating like with a baseball bat, like beating dolphins mm. and killing dolphins. That was some sick person doing it. And then, you know, they started trying to send teams out to try to find out what was going on. They found out it was actually a rogue dolphin single rogue dolphin that wasn't part of any pod that was getting pleasure in just punting maybe that's the same one that keeps like, fucking like, up Peter yep. <laughs> 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 it was like a serial killer dolphin it just was like oh yeah <laughs> you and your pod think you're safe <laughs> oh man yeah anyway so, what book are we on? What are we, what are we <laughs> doing here? So, yeah. So, imagine Tiny is a dolphin, and he has some seals, and uh, he wants to speed him to killer whales. That's what we talked about. Exactly. Um, Perfect yeah. analogy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, now Rand's trying to break the seal. Bashir stops him. And that's kind of how we end this chapter with um, with that happening. And then Rand saying, it's off to the farm for you. And imagine Tiny's like, the farm. What's the farm? He's We'll talk about it later. Let's go to the farm. He's like, what's the farm, man? He's like, I'm not going to tell you what the farm is. <laughs> I'm telling I'll... you where you can serve me. He said coolly. Done. But it says, Tyene did not flinch nor frown. He merely watched and waited, the corner of his mouth twitching from one moment in that almost smile. Can we talk about that? Tiny interaction of Bashir stopping him. Oh, yes. I was going to go it. back to that. Marshal General. The man was as mad as a hare in spring thaw. Twice every day he searched his body serving for poison, and he drank nothing but vinegar and water, which he claimed was sovereign against the poison the fellow fed him. But he ate everything the man prepared for as long as he knew him. Once he had a grove of uh, oaks chopped down because they were looking at him. 
then insisting they be given a decent funeral, he gave the oration. Do you have any idea how long it takes to dig graves for 23 oak trees? So, again, having the right person in place to advise Rand and to be with Rand. This is somebody that has experience serving a freaking whack job. That even though they're a whack job, like, they can do great things. So you have to learn how to handle them without infuriating them. Notice he didn't run up to Rand and go, what are you doing? Don't break that seal, you numbnuts. He was kind of like, yeah, you know, maybe you do decide to break it. And if you do, that's your call, buddy. Well, why don't we think about it for a little while? We don't have to make that decision right now. Like, Uh, just, you know, trying to table it a little bit, give Rand that opportunity to take a breath and, like, be like, oh, shit, what am I doing? You know? So... Good, good person for Rand to have around right now. And if he turns out to be a bad guy, I'm going to be so pissed. I have high hopes for Bashir. And and Bashir and Perrin. I do want to see that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. He daggers me to the Perrin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is he, is he going to talk to Perrin while sharpening his knives? Is it going to be that sort of thing? Uh, like, let me show you my shot. Pull the leather out and start. Yeah. Uh, I just, I can't wait for that. It's like, oh, dad, dad's here. <laughs> because you know he's not coming alone. Fire will be there. So you hey, did Pops. what to my daughter? <laughs> also, I'm kind of like a queen-ish. I don't know. Uh, yeah, sorry. And I, and I'm and I'm pregnant with a litter. <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> How crazy would that be if they were have all night? Well. Matt's pups co- pups come out with O'Gear ears. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Matt also, probably has Mari shows up. Him. He is not the father. <laughs> no. Aaron's the type of character to go that would like see it. It'd be obvious to everyone, but he'd be like, they're definitely my children. I love them. That's who else we haven't heard from in forever. Loyal. Loyal. He's, writing. He's writing his books. I- I've had that happen once before to me where someone didn't know that my or wife. somebody didn't think you were the father. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't know my wife. They're like, that's not your kid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh, uh, I my poor mother. Again. She went through the same thing. <laughs> Actually, I, I I know for a fact for the first one, because that was, uh, we, we, we had to do, a, what was it, a U, UIE or whatever for we had yeah. fertility things, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was actually done at the doctor's office. Uh, so <laughs> unless unless they unless the doctors fucked up. <laughs> I was gonna say we do that one doctor with ninety seven children. So man, no, that child is yours. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All of them are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every now and then, <laughs> especially now since Ryder is uh, seventeen. Mm-hmm. And then River 12, Ronin 6. And they, honestly, they don't even really look like siblings. Um, well, you you know Ryder. But anyway, so when I have the three of them, we're out and about, and it's come up in conversation with other folks, and I'm like, you know, these are my three boys, da da da, da. And they always look at Ryder like, like pull me aside, be like, he, he's yours too? Do, do you have some height in your family? I'm like, yeah, you, you can't see the fucking family resemblance? Like, come on. It's, <laughs> look, look at his nose. Look at mine. This is 
spot on. And we don't look anything alike. So yeah, <laughs> I, I just try to make him feel like shit for bringing it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good times. Anyways, so uh, that's what my we nephews look like me. So I hope my children look more yeah. like my fiance. <laughs> if not, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my kids, my kids don't look like either one of us. It's one of those no, they things don't. Like, they're very unique looking. They're very unique. Like they don't look like my wife. They don't like me. They don't. They, they're very. Um, but they look a lot like each other. But they look like each other. Yeah, they all look <laughs> like each other. Like hundred percent like each yeah. other. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um. Yeah. Anything else from these chapters? You see, my grandfather's family and my grandmother's family, you know, they live close enough in proximity where there's probably some interbreeding generations back. And yeah, sure. You know, they all look alike. That that explains a lot, Chris. <laughs> there's not a lot right. of genetic mixture there. I see uh, it now. That, that, yeah. that, 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 family, that family tree does not branch. <laughs> Stop pruning the damn tree. <laughs> but no, nothing nothing else about the chapter. Not at all. All right. So this uh, this, this, is, this is kind of a good intro to this book. I so, will say cool things are happening, lots of possibility. It's nice. That's what's killing me. The lots of possibility, because what makes matters worse is Chanel's on like chapter twenty two at this point. Oh yeah, so I forgot to ask like, about that. Oh shit's every 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 five minutes. Oh shit's going down. And she, now she's I'm like just messing with you. Is she be- Jordan doesn't write at that much action. After the end of these, because at the end of chapter three or four, she was like, oh, oh. I mean, at the end of chapter two, she's like, oh shit's going down. I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, shit's going down. Like, I can't tell you, but. <laughs> but after reading these two chapters, I'm like, was it really that big of a deal? I mean, yeah, we we some shit did go down, but it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought. So is she leading me on? But remember, she mm. didn't have to stop at chapter two. She plowed right into chapter three. And maybe in two paragraphs from now, shit goes down. Maybe at the farm, it's like mm. chaos. Mm. Chaos. Absolutely chaos. It's like a little kid just running around like stabbing people like you know like you ever been to, like wow. one of the daycares you like walk in like it's just utter chaos <laughs> there's gonna be like, like one, goof, one goofball guy that comes up to ran and like moves his leg and his <laughs> knee pops and he's like my knee pops when i do this does that mean i could channel <laughs> like <"Son laughs> <of a> bitch. <laughs> yeah there's, there's a we 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 had uh it got it got better we had daycare my son was in there's one time i showed up and like literally, like kids are screaming right around everywhere. Like one kid's hit, there's a fire in the corner. Like not really, but like, yeah. <laughs> like you walk in, like what is going on here? It's like more of the flies. Just literally. is that is that poop on the wall? Where am I? What is going on? <laughs> this is chaos. My <laughs> uh, kid's safe. Say, those anyway, those so. are the best. Oh yeah. Oh, the last get all the germs. They get all the head, you oh, know, yeah. beatings. Everything they need in one spot. Mm-hmm. Last not resilient. Up. Last tangent before you get us on favorite character. Uh, you mentioned that I did field day for Ronan's kindergarten class last Friday. I'm claiming Bashir, by the way. Keep going. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to roll right into that at the end of my statement. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I'll talk slowly so I have time to think of another one. Son of a gun. 
but so that reminded me of two things. If I were ever to get into teaching, it cannot be with little kids, especially not these days. No. Let me tell you, it wasn't just that they were wild in a cute way. There was a bunch of maniacs. And I get that it was field day, so maybe that was playing into it. But they didn't listen to the teachers. They didn't listen to nobody. They were doing everything they weren't supposed to, except for a small handful, which my kid was one of them. And it just reminded me, I get frustrated with my kids every now and then, but I have to remind myself, they, I have such good kids. The little things they get in trouble for are like little stupid stuff compared to so much other crap out there. So proud dad moment. And also I can never teach little kids. I would lose my mind. Total chaos. This works with all age groups. The little kids though, once you get them on track, the same things work so well. So like the little, you get a whole crowd of just, yeah, and it's like instant attention. But you get to them high schoolers, it's like, what do you do? You want to treat work them no more. Yeah, you want to treat them like adults. Oh no, the clap still works. That's how well trained they are. If you're a good teacher, <laughs> that's. I'm sitting in the eighth grade, like ha 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 ha, in three quarters of the room. Like, yes, y'all are still kids in art. You just don't know it. Pablo was right. (laughs) Yeah. Conditioning works. He he was on to something. He was. All right. So you stole Bashir from me. (laughs) Son of a gun. I knew where you were going to go. I was like, he thinks he's going to get the jump on me. I I was. I mean, he's the obvious here. (laughs) The the Penne general himself. Um, Taim. I'll take Taim. No, don't, don't, I don't need you no handouts. Yeah, have Bashir. Fine, I took him. I got Bashir now. I'm not going to double offer back. I gave you one single offer, like, no, don't do that. And you double offer, well, hell yeah, I got to take Bashir. Bashir's the man. Time's Ty, good, awesome. too. I like I was, him because I, of the smile that ended the second chapter. Yeah. Makes me have faith that shit is about to go down, first and foremost. Like, Chanel keeps saying it. But it's about two, to go down. If he is actually a good character, which I'm, I'm the smile at the end really kind of threw me really bad. So maybe it's just Jordan's writing that to be able to instill that much question with questioning in my mind with a, with a smirk because I'm a smirker. When I smirk, something's not right. I would trade uh, time, time, team. Time for Asmodian all day long right now. If all I could right. do a swappy swap right now, I'd swap. Yeah. Because I was really starting to trust Asmodian. Oh, Asmodian's awesome. Yeah. And it now is, I'm back to questioning this guy and his smirk. What the hell is that? It's coincidental mean? to have somebody just pop up right away. What if Taim was the one who killed Asmodian? They're, boom. Good thought. Because he's like, you. And then that circles back to your maybe he is a dark friend. Because that smile made me spiral so much. And I just don't want to spiral. I want the, I want something to go right for these people. <laughs> like, I really do. I want for Rand to have some stability. I want for you know him to get some good help. But I can also see Tyne being, yes, I know, Lord of Chaos. I can see him coming in and seeing all these male channelers and being like, whoosh, whoosh, wah. and then they yeah. all die. And then oh, he shit. like, hightails it out of there. Wait, 
that's how he's able to live longer. It's like a um, Steals um their lives. A Highlander type thing. Oh, there could be only one, and you get their power by I actually have a sword in my my closet. Oh snap! Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, what, but what if that's it? Because he casually is like, "Oh yeah, I trained somebody up," but he went a little cuckoo, so I killed him. Essence. Mm-hmm. Drinking some unicorn blood. Getting that half life. <laughs> That's why. That's why there's no unicorns left. Yeah, yeah. Because the dark one yeah. got them all. Got them all. Gotta catch yeah. them all. And that's why the power is tainted because you can't just drink unicorn blood. Yeah, we knows it does bad things. Yeah, it's all sorts <laughs> of crazy things. Touching the dark one's taint. <laughs> the the dark one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I even tried to intentionally not say it, and I said it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help you laughing like that because I feel like if I touch the dark one's tape, that's the kind of giggle I'd get. <laughs> we, have a, we have a question in chat. Do I keep track of the favorite characters each week? No. No, I say um, if you want to come on every night from this point forward and keep track of that for us, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yeah, I, I, I should, I should, I should keep track. I, then I we know who the best character in the, the series is for yeah, us. Yeah, we, 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 oh, yeah. we get to start, start writing off our statistics uh, about land fear has taken it quite a few times. So oh, is yeah, mm-hmm. so is Perrin, so is Matt. I had some, I had a lot of mats early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'd actually be curious. Yeah, I would be. I can go back and listen to the end of every episode. I'll, I'll see if I can find That's time. That's a lot it. of listening. I think Tom Tom Honest has the record. Yes, Tom Honest is always a favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> He's always mine. He's in my heart. Um, so next time on the Will Reads, we'll be covering two chapters again. Um, new spreadsheet tab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you've seen my sheets, man. If they, if they. <laughs> uh, Anyways, next time, two chapters. A woman's eye. Oh. And a sense of humor. Which is not going to be a funny. Smirk. A smirk. <laughs> a woman's eyes. I I think we're going to get some eyes to die. I think that's going to be okay. Okay. a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and from a woman's perspective, that would that would just In make sense. Your eyes, your eyes, the light, the heat, your eyes. <laughs> or how, how long does it take for men in the crew to get there? Ooh. They could always they could always jump time and be like, you know, two weeks have passed. Exactly. You know? So maybe this is a men chapter. She's kind of coming, getting a feel for Rand. She's oh, and her visions. Her visions, and then she also sees her her competition. I, I like that. I could go for some men. Yeah. Okay. And then the other one was what? A sense of humor. A sense of humor. I think this I is when Bashir finally meets Perrin. He's like, God, you think you're my son-in-law? <laughs> Perrin is on his way, so that could be. <laughs> really? And then she, you know, Fayel steps out of the shadows. Hey, hey, Dad. And he's like, wait, wait. Hey, for real? Got some, got for some, real? Pups, some puppies coming. 
<laughs> oh, gear ears. As, as Dana Lou said earlier, uh, there is some uh, uh, oil is there. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Mm. Huh. Mm. Can <laughs> That is a good question. <laughs> uh, uh, Humans and and Ogier. Sure. <laughs> sure. Is that they how can, you get trolley? They can have fun trying. <laughs> I mean, Ogier are quite it. large. You don't know if they are uh, there. That's true. Do they even wear pants? Yes. Are we no, they're like Donald Duck. He'll, he'll, wear, he'll wear a shirt when he's walking around with no pants, but when he gets out of the shower, he wraps a towel around his waist with no shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. So whether, whether you knew it or not, you've seen Donald Duck fully naked. Mm-hmm. That's Just true. one half at a time. Yeah. Uh, now you're scarred. <laughs> anyway. On that note. So, so also, uh, how can we found? Um, we have a new website. I don't know if you guys knew that. I, I, think I did. I saw the announcement. Yeah, yeah. I went to it. Uh, yeah, the willowreads.com. It's still the same web address, but I actually broke down and actually made my own website. So <laughs> I've been, it's three years in or whatever. How many years have you been doing this? I'm like, you know, fine. <laughs> with all that free time you have. <laughs> so I made a website. Uh, and It looks yeah. really good, y'all. It really yeah. does. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So it has a lot of cool stuff. You can find links to literally everything there. Um, beforehand, you kind of dig for links. I, we had some confusion. So I used to just direct it to the Great Blights website and say, oh, yeah, our merch is on there. And then people would, would message me like, you can choose a merch item. And then they'd click on the store button, which was the greatblight.com store, not our store. And they're like, yeah, I want this. And I'm like, that's not our merch. <laughs> so, but now it's our website. It's actually just ours. So um, uh, it um, not to the greatblight.com, not a great website. We are still there. You can still see our profile there if you go there. Uh, but but now if you click on store, it goes to our merchandise site. So uh, you can buy merch there. <laughs> we're, 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 we, we sell uh, all sorts of things like T-shirts, frosty mugs, baby onesies. We have our own little baby line. Uh, it's fantastic. In case you're thinking about having a kid or if you have a, have a little one or if you know someone that has a little one. Um, you know, they, they are wheel of time related, but they are cute enough where you don't have to necessarily be a wheel of time fan. Uh, like, you know, they have one that's really born with a spark, you know, stuff like that, that wouldn't necessarily be, anyone could wear that. And it would that people would know would know, but anyway, it's, uh, so yeah, um, go check out the merch. Uh, also you can support us in lots of different ways. Uh, just listening to us, of course, is a great way to support us. Uh, we do have Patreon. There's also a couple other ways to support us as well. Um, uh, the links are all there on the website. So, thewillreads.com. Just go there. Find everything. Um, yeah, that's kind of like the one-stop shop now. So, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> you can even write reviews on there. We got a review, actually, uh, today uh, on, on our website. Was it a good one? <laughs> it, it, it was a five-star review. It was. Oh, nice. So, um, uh, and that was our first ever website review. Uh, we've had it was you know, me it, guys i so if you, I review us, if you if you review us on, on apple Podcasts or spotify i actually did was able to link the website so those reviews show up on our website as well but cool. you can review us actually on the website itself or sign up for email notifications all sorts of good stuff so yeah go check it out um, my favorite number stuff. is five so when we get to five the fifth person will get 
um, uh, we have we have not ranked five review or five fifth, fifth website review fifth website review okay yeah if I can find them the uh, problem the problem with reviews is like it says their name but like there's no email or contact information so it's kind of like we can announce well, it like hey have to listen to we have to listen like hey you're the one that reviewed us um, you get free stuff contact me and I don't know how I'm gonna verify it but. <laughs> uh, it, it, okay. We can try. We can try. We can try. We can try. We'll give it a good try. Uh, we'll give it a good college try. So, uh, <laughs> do you also oh. offer the Red Rock turnaround? No, that we, is. We've like, got one. We've got okay. one. We, we have one. Huh? one you know what we should do? We should start sending that to random patrons <laughs> and then having them pass it. Around. I actually, I actually had someone win it, win a giveaway, and they're like, "I would like this, but please do not send the Red Rock to me." <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still in my trunk oh, we should, we should so pick when, a when we were pair. taking stuff to the new house i oh. have a car full of stuff and the kids are the kids are helping to pull stuff out of the trunk and i'm not paying attention and ronan's walking inside with that box just that box in his hand and i'm like don't open it don't open it don't open it <laughs> dad what's this uh, uh it's a mixer of sorts, you know. You what, just, me, what, yeah. what, what me and my girlfriend do. Does Meredith know uh... about this, by the way? <laughs> What's that? Does she know about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's used, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sign us up. Until next time. <laughs> and that's all I got for this week, guys. So. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.